0: Autobots transform Well hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast show, I'm Paul I'm tired, waking up tired Waking Waking up tired, yeah, waking up tired I'm tired, waking up tired. And today it is episode 21 of season one of Challenge of the GoBots. It is the quest for Rogue Star. This episode is a story by Jeff Kelly and John
1: Loy and a teleplay by John Loy. And the last time on Challenge of the GoBots, the Renegades installed duplicates of the Guardians into the Guardian organization and everything got real messy real fast. And on this episode, tra-hauling truckers, space truckers?
0: Yeah. We got a big old convoy. We're basically doing the song. And yeah, break. Pretty 9, this here's the Space Ace, and he's on his way back to Earth with a hot load of manganese, and he For some reason, talks like this. And uses a CB
1: radio in the year, whatever this is. Anyone
0: got your ears on? And here's the scuttle buster. And what's your 20 there, Ace? Oh, my Uh, God.
1: So he gets attacked by renegades very quickly who are not interested in him, but they
0: steal his cargo. Yeah, so they, like, separate his little ship from all these pods he's towing behind it. And because there is so much friction in space, uh, those things immediately slow down and stop. And they bring that aboard thruster with their tractor beam, I guess. And then to get rid of the evidence, Fight and Copter blast the ship, which just makes it spin uncontrollably. Can I point out that his
1: ship looks like, like a Fisher Price Children's Space Shuttle is what it looks like. It's all like cartoony and round and bulby. Anyway, Anyway, uh, yeah, we see, we go into the cockpit, we see him spin around going, golly gee. Uh, but then we go to Pathfinder, who's patrolling like a lunar mine and she sees a twister on the moon, and luckily,
0: Pathfinder understands there's no atmosphere on the moon, so this is weird. Yeah, that's odd. (laughs) And uh, yeah, she converts, lands right next to it. But then, Crasher's screwhead and tank attack, and uh, they quickly take her down.
1: Yeah, Crasher stands over and and mocks her, as Crasher does. And I think think last episode, I mentioned how there's this episode as well, as Crasher in a feud with a a female guardian, and this is it, Night Pathfinder. um, When the... Renegades leave to go steal whatever it is They're gonna steal Pathfinder's like oh I'm gonna fucking Get
0: you Crash. i get you <laughs> You'll get your challenge and uh, meanwhile, at Soviet steel mill or wherever this is, like these three sweaty dudes come out of a factory and they see Thruster flying in. And one of them's like, great, Stalin's ghost. Like, I know. Uh, pretty sure by 1985, uh, Stalin wasn't really that popular in the <laughs> Soviet Union. Anyway.
1: <laughs> but yeah, the storm comes in and then Thruster flies kind of out of or through or into the storm, whatever it is, uh, blows the roof off of this factory and steals
0: what looks like a bunch of lumber. That's what I thought, too, but I said beams of something, and there they fly off. And uh, now with the Guardians, Dr. is on the line and uh, attacking Mother Russia. Well, that's the last straw, those bastards. I like the idea that
1: Anya would have been like, I don't care. And they're like, oh, my God, they attacked this place in America. I don't care. They attacked this place in China. I don't care. They attacked Russia. (laughs)
0: Mother Russia! And Scooter says, well, I'm not detecting anything. So, like, Leader One just asks her, like, Anya, have you been day drinking again? And uh, no, she (laughs) hasn't. But, uh... But then she detects a renegade attack in Pittsburgh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and this is the whole thing is that the the renegades have been making these attacks, stealing this stuff. Um, and nobody can figure out where they are, which I guess is enough. Is this when they figure out it's probably rogue star. They just don't know where. No, that's later. What happens now is like you said, they're in Pittsburgh. Copter's got like a shipping container <laughs> yeah, that he's flying wicked. around with. And a cycle aboard thruster sees leader one and turbo approach and he and crasher go to fight them
0: yeah and uh, leader one converts and blasts cycle and he starts going down but crasher flies down to catch him and then she yells for help from copter who drops this rail car and i, I love how his arms are as long as he is <laughs> shot yeah. yeah he converts and flies over to help cycle or get cycle back aboard Thruster.
1: now props to crasher and copter if that was cycle and one of them got shot and fell down he would have been like it's too late for them we can't save them let's go back to thruster yeah they stop what they're doing and they save cycle Fucking true friends, bffs Uh, but yeah, Copter comes and grabs Psycho, they fly him back to Thruster, and we then we go back to Unicom, and this is when they figure out, hey, it's rogue Star. And because these attacks are happening so frequently, it probably means they've
0: got rogue star parked somewhere in Earth's orbit. Yeah, and well, Leader One says that explains why the weather's been acting fishy lately, because something as large as rogue star that close to Earth would affect Earth's gravity. And I'm thinking <clears throat> Anyway, we'll get to yeah, that.
1: It's like eh, almost, but not quite. Anyway, Anya says, uh, what you guys have to do is find Rogestar, even though it has a cloaking device and you can't find it, yes. uh, but says, hey, there's a robot or gobot in Repair Bay 4 who may be able to help.
0: Yeah. So I guess she just doesn't know Pathfinder's name because that's who it is. So Scooter and Leader 1, they go yet, to see her. and uh, Yet,
1: she knows that Pathfinder has information about this specific case. <laughs>
0: So must have talked to her at some point, but does not know her name. Yes, they ask her, like, how you doing? She's like, well, she says, just minor damage. But I thought she was about to say, just mind your own business. I was like, whoa. <laughs> okay, but yeah. So later one tells her that, you know, Dr. Turgonova said you'd be able to help. And Pathfinder explains, well, just before I was attacked on the moon, I noticed something odd. Lunar dust was being pulled into space.
1: And the scooters scooter goes through some very stupid kindergarten level techno babble and basically figures out if it's creating any kind of gravitational wave or flux we could track that
0: and now they've got this antenna looking thing on the nose of the command center so i guess that's their rogue star detector and scooter built it in a minute and a half yeah and uh welcome to another episode of the podcast within a podcast the ways i'd like to see nick die podcast In today's episode, Nick runs up and wants Scooter to tell him how this thing works. And Scooter says, well, you see this monitor here? And Nick says, yeah. And Scooter grabs him by the back of the head and slams his face off at nine or ten times. And there was way number 87, I'd Like to See Nick Die. And that was the podcast within a podcast, the Ways I'd Like to See Nick Die podcast. Thanks for listening. But Scooter
1: does show Nick this thing that he's basically, yeah, he's detecting gravitational fluctuations, I guess. Yeah. And then, of course, right in front of them, Rogue Star decloaks, and it is pretty big in Commercial Break.
0: Yeah. And when we come back, Psych Hill orders fight Or to blast them, and the Guardians raise all the shields and take evasive action because the Renegades are going to hit them with all the guns, but no, it's just one gun, one shot at a time.
1: But it does hit them, and then Leader 1 says, Scooter, cut the shields, and Scooter goes, what? And he says, put everything into the engines, because we have to hyperdrive away from this we can't take another shot which kudos to leader one does make sense so they do that and take off
0: but the renegades get one more shot off on them. yeah and uh the command center's just spinning out of control and cycle's like well fun time's over we have work to do activate the stealth device so they
1: disappear and on command center it's still spinning around and scooter explains, oh whatever i can't remember exactly what it explains <laughs> but the controls have been shot out he can't stop them from spinning and now i give got to give scooter kudos this with the tractor beam is a really clever idea
0: well yeah he gets the idea to use that to uh, uh, i didn't know what he grabbed onto i a guess planet. it's earth yeah some but planet but yeah he grabs onto that and because this thing's mass is so much more than the command center rather than pulling this towards the command center, it pulls them in.
1: Yeah, stabilize yeah. the ship. That was that was actually pretty clever. So uh, the ship lands, and then we, <laughs> Turbo and Scooter, apparently there's just a repair bay on this planet, yes. but they're repairing, Scooter and Turbo are repa- repairing the ship, while Leader One is talking to uh, Pathfinder and the humans about what the fuck to do next.
0: Yeah, he says they can't blow up Rogue Star with a direct attack, they need to blow it up from the inside, and then Dr. is like, oh, that'll be dangerous, and Scooter's like, no, it'll be impossible. And Turbo <laughs> thinks, ah, it'll just be a challenge. And everyone wants to get involved, but uh, later one says, "Nope, go bots only this time." Because I'm a racist. I'm an anti-Humite.
1: Um, Pathfinder might. though actually has a really great idea. She says like we can't find Rogue rogestar so basically why don't we bait them and then asks Anya uh, uh, she asks her about some medical research resource yeah. something station
0: yeah anything involving you know mining or metallurgy and uh, Anya's like yeah there's a, a metallurgical research station near the moons of Jupiter you got any fucking idea how many moons Jupiter has and how much area that takes up anyway it doesn't matter
1: so we then go to research station SATA 6 or, it's got a name um, and Scooter is overseeing the evacuation of all the humans into another one of these Fisher Price shuttles. And there's one human who's like, Why don't we even tell us why we're leaving? And Scooter says, You're taking the vegetation. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> so all the humans leave, and the guardians find uh, this one room where they can't be detected, and they're going to hide
0: in the station and wait. Yeah, because there's Elodium il- casing, I think he says. But yeah, they just have to wait this what, one where out. Where's Sorium? Why is Sorium never come back? <laughs> that's, yeah, it's that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. But then immediately, Rogue Star just appears beside the station and uh, Crasher tells Cycle, we've located Zeta 6 now. It was Zeta, now it's Zeta. Hologram,
1: gigawatts, (laughs) all the same.
0: But Yeah, Cycle's like, yeah, that's great. Scan to see how many pesky humans we'll need to deal with and there are none. And uh, there's also no ships in the area, so how about that? Now,
1: Cycle does find this odd, but says, fuck it. Uh, They use the tractor beam, they pull the ship in and uh, they put it in a big hangar. The Renegades. So the guardians are still hiding in the ship. I said, but the station. Yeah. And again, the station, a whole station, space station, is tiny enough to just get plunked into the hangar of Rogue Star. Rogue Star is massive.
0: Hmm. And once it's in the hangar, the renegades come out and have a quick look at it, and Psycheal says, ah, we're just going to use it for raw materials anyway, so melt it down. So yeah, they go up to a command room, and they,
1: uh, like these 16 giant lasers, that Crasher refers to them as smelting rays, they all open up, and inside the space station, Scooter's like, maybe we should get out, and Leader One says, nope, trust (laughs) me, I know what I'm doing.
0: And back outside the station, Psycheal hits the button and starts melting the thing down, and back inside, it's getting too hot to handle, so the Guardians bust their way out of their hiding spot, and uh, Scooter starts with, I knew this would happen. And from a window, they can see Psychill looking down at them. Commercial break.
1: And when we come back, Psychill starts laughing because he can see Leader 1. He's like, ha ha, they're trapped in there. And Crasher does another scan. She's like, oh yeah, I can see them now. Uh so inside though I guess the heat is it's whatever it is it's messing with my servo circuit dampener whatever's and they're all getting weak and Turbo is the only one who has an idea he's like why don't I blast a hole through the floor and we'll escape and I look like a clown
0: and apparently they do that and somehow get to safety before the molten remains of the station go down the drain after them (laughs) and Sykill realizes oh they've escaped and tells Copter and Crasher to find them and and then alert the special security forces they will know what to do so, we
1: go then outside of uh, Rogue Star, like on the hall. All the guardians are out there. Leader One has this detonator device that he plans to put in the ship's core.
0: Yeah, he calls it the L. Ron detonator as opposed to L. Ron Hubbard, no, so, no. I guess. Uh, that doesn't sound like to me, anyway. Yeah, he starts giving out assignments, but uh, and he's going to plant this thing, but Pathfinder wants to be the one to plant the bomb. Please, can I, can I, can I? He's like, all right, fine.
1: Which goes back to her. She's got this grudge against um, uh, Crasher now, and it's going to lead them to a pretty neat little standoff. But he, he also wants Scooter to link to the Rogue Star's computer and find out exactly where the core is. Hint, it's in the middle. Uh, in the... <laughs> core but then the you had mentioned special security forces they show up on a ridge or ledge above and it's copter Scorp, pincher and vamp
0: yeah so leader one a turbo fly up and attack them and copter i guess is in charge of this group now and like he sends scorp after turbo and vamp's coming with him and pincher you go get scooter Yeah, he
1: doesn't just say pinch you get scooter he kind of uh, uh, pincher you can take Scooter. Like I imagine that amongst the renegades, they all have fantasies of how much they'd love to just punch Scooter in the fucking face. <laughs> anyway, they all, they go off their own way. And then we go to Scooter just in a control room, plugging into a computer. There's a funny bit here where he's like, he he <laughs> plugs into a computer, pushes buttons one, two, three on his chest and goes, Oh, there's the thing. Now where's the other thing? Pushes this button. One, two, three on his chest. Yeah. Oh, there's the other thing done
0: <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. He quickly determines that the core is at the center of the ships. So. So, you yeah, know, clever. And now back with Pathfinder, Pincher grabs her, even like though this. he's supposed to be looking for Scooter, but she just starts flying up with him still holding on away from him. I guess she flies away just in time for a meteor to smack into him.
1: I like that. It was kind of funny and and clever of her. She said, you know, she used her environment. Uh, We go back to Scooter or not. We're still with her and Scooter contacts her and says, hey, I found the core. Here's the
0: coordinates and he sends them to her. She flies off. Hmm. Meanwhile, Leader One is fighting Copter and Vamp and all three of them are in vehicle mode in space. Like, Vamp's in that car mode. Like, she even saw the fucking wheels. I didn't
1: like that Leader One, he's got a line where he goes, get lost, Copter, you bother me.
0: You bother me
1: Like a WC uh, Fields in, over here.
0: And back inside, Scooter says, All right, time for some fun or something like that, and he presses the same button on his chest again. And One, uh, two, back outside, Leader One manages to hit Copter and then blasts his way back inside Rogue Star, but Vamp is still after him, and he's going down a hallway and crashes into a computer bank. But uh, he's fine. He's fine.
1: Yeah, yeah. He gets up. He's like, he, and then he's literally like, I'm gonna, I'm fine. I'm fine. And Vamp lands. And then all these, I guess this is what Scooter was doing. Yeah. All these guns come out of the wall, and they start firing at Vamp so that Vamp has to all of a sudden start dancing the funky chicken. <laughs> yeah. And Leader One's like, ha ha, got you good, Vamp, even though I really shouldn't know what's going on. <laughs> yes. Bye. And he leaves.
0: And meanwhile, Pathfinder, she gets to a door labeled Danger Energy dot 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 core. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's about to yeah. open the door, but then Crasher gets the drop on her, and, and and she's glad. Oh, it's you, someone worth fighting. Even though last time she said, "Oh, no. you were no fun at all." That was no, too easy. No, I thought well, she,
1: I thought she said, "Oh, it's you." I wanted someone worth fighting.
0: Okay, I get it. Uh, yeah, so oh, she's yeah, Crasher throw know, throw shade. throwing. That's the, what she does, throwing some smack around.
1: But yeah, they they th- have a volley of uh, laser fire at each other, and then um, Pathfinder just opens the door to the core room, yeah. runs inside before Crasher can shoot her again, and then Crasher follows.
0: Yeah. And the crasher does her stomp attack thing, and it hits Pathfinder. But she reacts like someone ghosted her. She's like, ah, <laughs> kind of thing. And yeah. she- turns around and blasts crasher back
1: yeah crasher lands in her butt um and is just angry at pathfinder pathfinder plants the detonator though and sets the timer for three minutes
0: calls leader one is like we have three minutes let's screw and th- this made me laugh right here copter's like he runs into cycle and he's like yeah oh, they got away and cycle's like i know i know and then immediately crasher radios in they've sabotaged the core cycles like i know i know it's <laughs> going to self-destruct i know it what it's <laughs> <laughs> good so right away uh we
1: have copter we, we see the um, guardians running through hallways in the ship but we go to copter and cycle and they find the detonator in the core and cycle's like oh here it is it throws it at it at or copter throws it at cycle Psy-Kill. cycle's like i don't want it and they literally play hot yes. potato back and forth for
0: a bit it's total Looney tunes it right really here. is yeah Guardians escape back to the command center and move away from roguestar, but back on Rogue Star, Copter uh, he's still got this thing and he throws it up the garbage chute, I guess, just in time.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say it's a garbage or a laundry chute, yeah but yeah it ejects outside it explodes and then this was actually very clever Psycho immediately tells fighter eject all the refuse like yeah. all the scrap we have just let it loose and cloak this ship so they do and when the explosion in the smoke clears the
0: guardians assume that rogue star is no more mm-hmm. and then back on rogue star all the renegades are standing like they're about to have their picture taken and Psycho tells them to start with the repairs and fighter thinks the guardians are in for a fucking surprise next time but
1: they're all standing it looks like a school concert
0: yeah because
1: they're all standing in three rows facing the camera elevated behind each other dear listener it it is the title card of this episode it is the silliest shot (laughs) and breaks the fourth level like eight times in one anyway whatever rant time
0: all right here we go they're going to detect Rogue Star by the effect its gravity has on other objects. Fine. Objects do have an effect on other objects based on the product of their masses divided by the square of the distance between them multiplied by the gravitational constant. Newton's law of universal gravitation. The reason we have tides is because of the gravitational pull of the moon. That's an obvious one. But the gravity of every object in your house is pulling at every other object in it too. Experiment time. Put your phone on the table. Now move your phone two inches farther away. Do you feel any different? Of course not. The gravitational pull of your phone is ridiculously small, but by increasing its distance from you, you did change the force of attraction between you and it. And this whiz-bang gizmo scooter came up with is going to detect any change in the force due to the gravitational pull, no matter how far or how small in the entire solar system. Well, good thing nothing moves in the solar system. In the time it took me to get to this point, from the time I dropped that dictionary that I pretend is a physics textbook in these things, the planet Mars, never mind how far it traveled in its own orbit around the sun, it moves 300 kilometers closer to Earth, which itself, by the way, moved 8... Nope.
1: Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show. The next episode Paul and I are going to review is Renegade a Rampage Part 1. If you want to see Part 1 of a two-parter that I won't have a joke for, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey, and Paul is at McPherson one
0: Yeah, Make sure you rate and review the show on your podcast app, whatever it is you're listening to us with, because your phones are there on the table, so why not? And uh, tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can use your phone for that, too.
1: You can use your phone to text them and tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Knit podcast show at transformersknitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode,
0: keep on transforming. <laughs> See you later. I knew this would happen.